0: Kind of feel each other out still you know obviously with the, the core group you kind of know where each other needs to be but then you know you have to you have a son you have Eric you know I think that's that's the biggest thing trying to get them in the right spot but they're picking it up you know really fast so that's a that's a credit to them you know the work they've put in since they got here to figure out the place figure out what's been what's been rolling and what we like and how guys like picking rolls and stuff like that. I and mean, we have a, we, we also had a stint where we went one through five switching and that was kind of on the fly and we were able to do that well. That's Donnie basketball What's my new nickname for him. Nickname. Yeah, Donnie Baseball, Donnie Madley, all those years with the Yankees. This is Donnie Basketball. Okay. <laughs> Donovan Mitchell talking about the Jazz getting together. And being all familiar with one another as they begin the season. One week from today. Now, tonight, they've got their final tune-up. Their final preseason game is against... The world champion Milwaukee Bucks will show you if we should meet you in the summer. It starts tonight, friends. Don't you underestimate this. I assume the Jazz are going to start their main guys as this is the last game. And then they have the week off. Now, some teams played five games. We'll get to that in a minute here. The Jazz will only play four. And they are one and two. See if they can go five. And you never want—I I don't know that. Has Quinn Snyder has a, has that? Has he had a losing record in the preseason? Because You don't want that saddle on your resume. Yeah. Never had a losing preseason. That's very important. Check that. Now Sniggy's out today, or else he would be on it right now. One of the reasons why we miss his nerddom. I have no idea if I even right. want to look but that up. oh he would. He would be. He would be intrigued by it good to get him at wild goose chases and it doesn't take much hey what do you think about uh, did you hear about the weather today in costa rica it's unbelievable boom he's gone so oh oh, shoot i shouldn't have said costa rica <laughs> my bad for that location uh guam did you hear about the weather in Guam? good call <laughs> all right we'll have the action for you tonight tip off is set for seven o'clock our coverage on the zone begins with the pregame Jake Scott, Tim LaCombe at 6 p.m. We'll talk to Jake Scott, and he is Mr. Jazz Insider now. He'll join us in about an hour and a half. Trent Forrest is at the NBA concussion protocol. He smacked his head the other night, so he'll be out for a little bit, and he'll have a week to recover because, as I said, the Jazz don't start the season until a week from tonight. There you go. That is the Jazz situation right here on 97.5, 1280 The Zone. #NBA. It's good for the organization. You know, that's something that, you know, everybody wanted. You know, I've always said that, you know, I believe that it gives us the best, you know, chance to win. We're a better team, you know, with it than without, you know, that's for sure. So I'm happy that, you know, things have resolved and, you know, we can move on and, you know, try to be a better team. That's Embiid, as you know, talking about the return of Ben Simmons. I agree with him. Simmons makes him a better team. I don't know if they're a team that I would look to as far as winning at all, but certainly Simmons is going to make them a better team, and he rejoined the team. I think he's got to be in the uh, some form of protocol. He can't practice with them until Friday. Uh, so I was listening to some people driving in this morning, and they were talking about, well, that implies, underscore is implies, that he's not fully vaccinated because if you're fully vaccinated and pass the test, you're ready to go. But he can't join them for any team activities until Friday. So I don't know if that's going to be an issue, as it is, obviously, with the daily soap opera that surrounds Kyrie Irving. Uh, Nets GM Sean Marks, the Australian, said the organization's got no choice and they want him away from the team until he's able to perform. Fully participate, so either you're in or you're out. We talked about that yesterday at the end of the show as far as that goes. Memphis guard Dylan Brooks, who played so well against the Jazz, a kid out of Oregon. He's going to miss the start of the season to ensure that he fully recovers from a broken left hand, and so his hand hyperextended that he broke in a preseason practice. He's an integral part of that young rising team, and he'll have plenty of time. Now the Lakers, man, the Lakers, they played five games. You know what they went in the preseason? It's got to be LeBron's worst preseason record ever. It's a taint on his resume for sure. Dropped to 0-5. And he said that, and they've only had the, their stars, if you consider Russell Westbrook a star. Certainly he was at one time, and Anthony Davis, and obviously LeBron is, no question about that. And Big LeBron says, it's going to take a minute for us to become the team that we know we are going to be capable of being. We're going to have moments where we're not quite right there. We may take step backwards, but it's all part of dot dot dot. I think nothing is worth having if it's not worth worth working for. Nothing is worth having if it's not worth working for. I agree with him, except on one occurrence, one situation. Inheritance. Inheritance is awesome if you should be fortunate enough to get it. And you don't have to work for it. Now my both of my parents are gone. And combined, they left me a collective zero dollars. Zero. Zero dollars. <laughs> so, certainly, inheritance is worth having. That's why people go to court, especially when a guy gets married later or, you no, know, he, re- he remarries and whatnot. What was it? Do you remember that Anna Nicole? A uh, gal, she's some playmate gal. Yeah. And she married some, like, she was in her, what, 20s, married some oil tycoon. Yep. Uh, who was like, like that. 89, 90. Mm-hmm. And obviously he had millions of dollars. And they got married. He might even have been in a wheelchair. And on the Tonight Show, Jay Leno said, well, how are they going to uh, consummate the marriage? And his punchline was, where there's a will, there's a way. Get it, will? <laughs> Inheritance is worth having, uh, even if you didn't work for her. Other than that, I agree with him. And I agree with him with the Lakers. We'll follow that story all season. Certainly it's going to take time. I agree with him actually 100% that LeBron is right in saying it's going to take They're going to have some steps backwards because I never believed... In a basketball setting, you can just throw five guys together and expect them, even though they have great individual talent, to mesh as a team. No, it does not work that way. So they're going to need, until t- Christmas, whenever Christmas seems like the uh, point we always use for teams who have new players to integrate themselves one with another and going forward. We'll follow that. We'll see. Will it actually work, though? No, that's the question. Because they'll have plenty of time to integrate. Because basketball is a long season. And then you got the playoffs, and that's what really matters the most. So don't follow that. It'll be, actually it'll be fun to watch. It'll be intriguing to watch, maybe is a better word. All right, let's move on. 97.5, 12 of the zone. Hashtag NFL. I know these people. I know everybody that you've been reading about. Uh, they're outstanding uh, proponents of our game. They have represented this game in many cases uh beautifully Uh, and uh, uh, certainly uh, we all continue to recognize what a what a uh, spotlight you're in and the uh, uh, way that we should uh, express ourselves. all of that comes to my mind what that was jerry jones (laughs) not sure what he said there cowboys owner speaking on the washington pigskins And the John Gruden scandal as that thing continues to roll on. Got a full dose of lecturing yesterday about all this stuff. Gruden's gone, deservedly so. And now we'll see. The Players Association wants the NFL to release the remainder of 650,000 emails. Man, who's going to go through all those? I guess the investigation into the workplace misconduct with Washington. As far as that, and the NFL says it has no plans to release those emails for confidentiality reasons. And by releasing some of them that were leaked, that led to Gruden being gone. All right. And then I saw this morning that as part of that, uh, Schefter, the big ESPN guy, uh, forwarded it to, was it to Bruce Allen and basically yeah. said they take a look at this story make sure you're okay with it yeah he sent, a, uh, like, he sent like a, an unpublished story to Bruce Allen says anything needs to be changed updated etc that's not good right. now journalism doesn't exist the journalism and I'm, a, I'm an old timer now I guess the journalism that I knew and loved and practiced with the watchdog for many many years and others th- I worked uh, five newspapers in three different states for a total of 23 years on daily newspapers. And that's simply unheard of. Because what you're doing there, if folks don't don't understand the situation, then by doing that, you're giving this person, who's a newsmaker, you're giving that person editorial control. Your editor is supposed to have editorial control. And the organization which you work for is supposed to have editorial control. So if you have any questions, well, then you don't publish the story. You wait until the questions are cleared up. Now, you can go back and double-check and say it was it was Bruce Allen. Hey, what do you think about this? Uh, are you in this situation to where you can verify this or whatnot? I had a story once that uh, involved four BYU football players that I knew had been kicked off the team. Gary Croton was the coach, and they had a team meeting in February And the four players for honor code infractions, a party, a gal, blah, 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 they got kicked off the team, right? And he told, and there was 100 plus players in the meeting, and he told the players and everybody involved, all right, let's keep this here. This was in February. I remember it specifically because it was February 21st, which was my mother's birthday, and my daughter had a science fair competition that she won and was having an awards deal that night. And I'll bring that note tie it together here in a second bear with me so Croton said keep the story quiet and then somebody went right to the phone and called me and said he- here are the four players so I published it I-, I actually got with people Gordon Monson was one of the guys I got with to see if he could help me we were working together for the newspaper at the time to verify it I got it verified like three or four different times and that night I called Croton on his cell phone and oh he was hot how dare you call me on my cell phone well I was calling him for two reasons to let him know that I had the story I wasn't asking him for confirmation but I was giving him a heads up in those days there was no internet and it was published the next day and so I was telling him so he didn't be blindsided by the report in the morning well he got all irritated I actually changed his phone number blah 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 and didn't like that I called him published the story, came out the next day. BYU wouldn't verify it, although they basically did because they would have told me not to publish it when I spoke to the BYU people if it was not true. But by them not telling me not to publish it, they were telling me that it was true. And then we all had to wait for like six weeks to the start of uh, spring football. And they passed out a roster. And there was a bunch of news reporters there. And they were all looking on the roster to see if those four players were not there. And of course they weren't because I had the story. Uh, and I can recall between the time of February 21st and the start of spring ball, one of the players families came down to the newspaper when we were down on Main Street with a lawyer. And I was driving to Vegas for the conference tournament. I stop and call the office. We had a lawyer in here, blah 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 blah. What should we do? They were all nervous. I said, uh, "Do nothing because the truth is on our side. He was kicked out." <laughs> turned out to be true. So you certainly don't. You can double check with sources, but you don't give the story to the sources. So they will see if there's any blowback on that. And Gruden's name was uh, removed from the Ring of Honor in uh, Tampa uh, with the Buccaneers because he won the Super Bowl there. I was actually at that media day that year in San Diego. That's where the Super Bowl was for the Buccaneers and the uh, Oakland Raiders. Only time I ever had a police escort. That was right, uh, the Super Bowl following 9-11, so we had to meet on a bus, and they gave us a police escort to the stadium. That was a big shot for about uh, 20 minutes on that police escort. And then, of course, yesterday, all that stuff with the thing, with the uh, Ring of Honor, well, what about Warren Sapp? What about this guy? What about that guy? How about Antonio Brown? Antonio Brown, O.J. Simpson. Uh, so that's the thing about it, man. You're going to go down, and I've got no problem with them doing it, Zero, So don't come at me. I don't want to ruin anybody's day here by thinking I'm saying that I support Gruden because I don't. Uh, My thing is consistency. You know, if you've been arrested multiple times for assault and whatever it might be, and I was just reading that stuff. I didn't even remember that stuff about Warren Sapp. But then you read about that, and then there's this one, there's that one. Some people have different standards, I guess. I guess that's the way it goes there. So Gruden's out. No problem with that. Jack, Zach Wilson, he leads with the NFL nine interceptions. Uh, let letter rip mentality. I would just say I'm overthinking. Well, that makes sense. He's a rookie, a young rookie even. I would just say to an extent I'm aiming to throw rather than just throwing it. Watching that gets, Jets game Sunday morning, yeah, my gosh, little out passes, flares. Yeah. He's steering the ball. He's not throwing right. it. Right. Just have at it, Zach. You got there because you're a gunslinger. So go at it, my man. Do what you can do. All right, let's move on to college football. Hashtag college football. So I hope those guys are well. I, I don't know what their status is. You, nobody wants to see anybody get hurt. Nobody. Uh, but, I, but I think probably it's a reaction to, the you know, there are a couple of guys that were down for the count and then were back a player two later. And, you know, I mean, our, our fans aren't stupid. I mean, they're, they're watching. They know what's going on. You know, it goes on. We, we don't coach it. Haven't really been exposed to it. And, you know, but our fans thought they smelled a rat, I guess. I don't know. So, you know, they, they, they responded the way they responded. Kurt the Iowa coach, talking about Penn State. Now, what were they doing? They were trying to stop the clock by uh, faking injuries? That's what his being yeah, And the fans were booing. I called them. yeah. All right, there you go. Uh, I was watching some of that game, but not a lot. I was focused on Oklahoma and Texas in the morning on Saturday. And Oklahoma coach Lincoln Riley says not planning and naming a starting quarterback against TCU because you got the freshman Caleb Williams came in. Spencer Rather, who was the Heisman Trophy candidate leader, and now possibly being benched, and Rattler's not much of a, a team player, blah, blah, blah. Well, yeah, because uh, I actually understand that. Team player, uh, I want to play in the NFL. Not a team player. Was he Charlie Brewer? I mean, come on. So we'll see who the mystery starting quarterback is for the Oklahoma Sooners when they get to that point on Saturday. All right, let's move on. 97.5, 1280 to Zoom. Major League Baseball. Pitch by Hendricks and Jose drills it deep to left field and you can kiss it goodbye. A three run jack for Jose Altuve. 10 1 Astros. First pitch and a fly ball deep center going back Kane at the wall and Garcia delivers, there's a fly ball to right field, well hit, Bryant going back to the wall, and it is gone! Mookie Betts goes the other way, and the Dodgers take a 4 to nothing lead. Okay, that is the highlights in MLB. Now, in keeping with DJ tradition, I have to mention Charlie Steiner because we have like seven voices, but he only knows that Charlie Steiner is the play-by-play guy for the Dodgers, so he mentions him. That was Charlie Steiner at the end. Somebody hit a home run for the Dodgers. Dodgers, of course, win. Force game five. Too bad it can't be game seven. I wish Commissioner Uberoth would do that. Make it be a seven-game series. Now, he's not the commissioner now, but I can't remember the commissioner's name. Rob Manfred. Uh, Rob, blinded by the light, Manfred. Yeah, there you go. So they won't have a Game 7. They'll have a Game 5 tomorrow night. tomorrow right? should be tomorrow night. Today's a travel day. Tomorrow night, 7 o'clock yeah, in look, San Francisco. Looking forward to that. That place ought to be electric there. Two franchises that had phenomenal seasons, and one of their seasons is going to end tomorrow night. The Braves ended the Brewer season. You heard Freddie Freeman... Hitting a home run in the bottom of the eighth inning, and they win fifth, five to four. Astros smother the White Sox. They will play Boston, the Boston Red Sox, in the ALCS with the winner, obviously, to go to the World Series baseball. Winding down, but at the same time, heating up. And the report's out there that the Yankees are going to retain Aaron Boone see what happens there he'll be retained but eventually he'll be fired that's sort of the way it works what is training is brought to you by shamrock plumbing there's no job too big or too small get the personal touch with shamrock plumbing call them at 801-295-1690-295-1690 that is shamrock plumbing all right coming up we got riley jensen joining us at 8 jake scott Eric Walden of the uh, Salt Lake Tribune. Talk about the jazz, because it's going to be jazz season here very soon. And we're going to have to include them into our daily discussion. But for next, what is a rivalry and who is a rival? Stay with us. 97.5-1280 at his